Good morning, Minneapolis and other beautiful cities all around the world. My name is Lafia Ova, and I'm an extreme extrovert. <clears throat> Watch out. Sorry, I had to clear my throat. <laughs> it's so nasty, but sorry, kind of had to do that. Anyway, um, so today in therapy, we kind of talked about um anger, and we watched this TED talk here um, that was called The Power of Women's Anger. Um, you can look it up on um, YouTube. And it's it's actually a pretty good listen. Um, the woman that does it, her name is uh, Soraya Shimali. I'm really bad with names. S-O-R-A-Y-A first name. C. H-E-M-A-L-Y last name. I'm horrible with names. Can never get nobody's name right. <laughs> but that's her. That's her. And um, she does the Power of uh, Women's Anger TED Talk. And I really enjoyed listening to it um, today in therapy because it kind of got um, it gave me an insight a little bit about my own uh, anger that I experienced in myself. So, <clears throat> as a young woman growing up, um, anger wasn't really in, you know, I guess because I never really um, expressed too much anger when I was a child, maybe that's why anger is so new for me. Um, I don't think it was for any particular particular reason that I didn't express anger that much. I think it was just because anger was... Um, viewed to me as such a violent characteristic my father when he he was a good man he was fine in his normal life until um he expressed the feelings of anger because when he would express feelings of anger it usually erupted in something violent aggressive and when i thought what anger was that's how i viewed it um i viewed it in general when if I saw somebody that was getting at least a little bit angry, internally I would take note and be like, uh-oh, here it comes. You know, because in my young life I always experienced anger being a very violent um, behavior. So then when I started my rehabilitation and I started getting frustrated with myself, um, anger started to feel really scary. Because internally I believed that, um, you know, because I'm my father's daughter and I have the same blood that flows through my veins as him, I kind of assumed that my anger was going to be similar to his. And so with this, I suppressed a lot of my anger. I suppressed a lot of that feeling, fearful that I would be violent or uh, aggressive towards others and by suppressing this anger it really really kind of turned me um to alcohol and my addiction because it was the only way that I was free of these emotions and that's why when I started to drink really heavily people said that I would use very mean words um profanities and just be really Thank God I wasn't physical. 
um, not too physical, but um, verbally I was just very aggressive. And I realized that a lot of myself was, I was hiding these, like, thing, just simple things. It wouldn't have to be anything big, but just the feeling of anger um, in general, I just kind of always put aside and it would just erupt immensely um, when I got the chance to be um, intoxicated and vulnerable and, um, you know, not coherent enough to maybe um, suppress or understand my emotions. <sighs> so with that, um, kind of what the TED Talk, The Power of Women's Anger, kind of talks about is um, you should definitely listen to it. But um, if you don't have the chance, um, I'll give you a little little views that I um, got from it. So it's basically her saying that um, when we're growing up, a lot of people don't really learn to express anger in a way that doesn't have to be extraordinarily explosive. When, well, the example that they also used was that there was a group of kids in a preschool and um, the female, the girl, student, um, this was probably like kids like three or four, and um, they were playing with blocks and um, a, another child, a boy, came and kicked over the blocks. <clears throat> <clears throat> and the TED Talk just kind of explained that we do very little to um, teach people how to control um, their emotions before a particular element, you know, before a temptation or before we um, act upon something, right? Um, and instead, we kind of focus on the aftermath. So when the boy kicked over the blocks... You know, some of the parents that were, were around, they were like, oh, boys will be boys. Like, oh, he just couldn't help himself, you know. And the girl student, you know, would, like normal people, well, which most of us do, I shouldn't say normal, but um, what most of us do, you know, when someone, like, knocks over our blocks, we learn to say, you know what, it's okay. You know, and the girl student she had to reposition herself around the room she had to like block like use her body to block the blocks and still you know the other student would kick it over and you know there was no validation or any like after care of the incident I just, like, think to myself, like, as a past uh, preschool teacher, <clears throat> how when students would get into uh, argument in regards, and sometimes it, obviously, if you're three years old, you're going to hit somebody. Like, that's what happens when you're three. <laughs> when you're three years old, your emotion, your compatibility to like your ability in general to just manage your emotions they're not there you know you're only three years old you only experience so many emotions so far in your life you can't expect a three-year-old to sit down and be like oh i'm sorry 
you know, some, some, sure, but I feel like at this point in a young person's life, it's essential to at least image those actions. Say, if the student kicked over another person's blocks and the other student obviously didn't like that. When we had situations like that, like when I was the um, teacher at in Northeast, when we were doing our training, we always taught we were always taught that you know to sit down the two students, no matter how old, and just be like, "Hey, how do you feel? How do you feel about this?" Oh, okay. Can you say you're sorry? Yes, you know, like it's it sucks because. You know, it's hard for a three-year-old and four-year-old un- to understand everything, but they're, it's good enough to at least mirror the action of resolving an issue. Even if they don't understand it completely, using, like, you know, small words like, hey, you know, she does not look happy. What can we do about this? You know, and if you can't respect someone's boundaries... Maybe you can't play with blocks. You know, like, most three-year-olds kind of understand that concept. Um, but, this, I don't know, the, this really kind of um, settled with me in a weird way. And I was like, man, I, I've just been thinking in my brain so many scenarios um, of what or how um younger individuals can kind of learn um, these coping strategies because I know in my life I'm almost 30 and I'm I'm just learning that um, you know it's okay to feel anger because a lot of my life I was scared of anger I thought it was something that you know was always violent and it's not it can be as simple as like you know looking at somebody and being like you know what I'm angry at you this situation makes me angry. You know, I'm not aggravated. I'm not outraged. You know, I, I'm i not vengeful, but I'm angry. And I, I just wish that there was less of a stigma about these things, be these particular emotions, because um, if people have more awareness of them and how to... Um, kind of cope with being angry of any level whether it's one to a hundred I think it would be just very helpful in general um but in therapy today we learned a few strategies um so obviously the verbal expression of like hey I am angry and this is how I feel um acknowledging how you feel and just sitting with it. A lot of the time when we're angry or we make something somebody upset, like I know me and myself, I always almost try to be like, I'm angry, but oh, oh I'm so sorry. Like, I'm sorry that you feel sad. You know, like trying to attend to the other person. I think that's very natural sometimes to some people. Or trying to make the other person feel better in an argument. Um, and... I think that's just sitting with certain emotions is just is really necessary and it's okay being like, you know what, I'm angry with you. And it's okay to sit with this, but you know, what are we going to do about it? Um and 
physical activity. <laughs> I'm not saying like punching people. You know, that's physical too, but <laughs> that causes issues. I, I don't mean to laugh. Like, it's not a funny topic, but I mean like, you know, it's funny because like you're... When you exercise and you go to the gym and when you um, press on the wall and you push um, on the wall with all your strength, when you do push-ups, um, when you go for a run, there's there are all these things that are equally as physical to release this like anger that's inside. I know for me that when I get a lot of anxiety and anger about certain things in my life, just running and like letting go of all those just really puts me in my body. Sometimes when we get really angry, we get to a point where we just see red. Um, And one thing that I kind of want to try is like when I feel myself getting angry, if I have the luxury, sometimes we don't have the luxury for everything, but if I have the luxury in time and mental processing, um, I want to try this one exercise. It's um, It says you do five things that you see in the room, so wherever you are, like if you're feeling yourself getting kind of angry, you look at five things that you can see. Focus on four things you can touch. Maybe it's your shirt on your back. Maybe it's your phone. Maybe it's your pen. Maybe it's the floor. Maybe it's your shoes. Whatever. Maybe it's your necklace. Three things that you can hear. Maybe it's the person. Maybe it's someone in the background laughing. Maybe it's the birds. Maybe it's the lake. Maybe it's your heart. Maybe it's your breath. Two things you can smell, the air, the um, pollution, the food that might be nearby. If you're at a gym, there might just be general odor. Um, And then one thing you can taste. That's kind of tricky because you might not be able to have access to water to cool yourself off. If Temperature kind of helps. I know temperature helps with my emotional regulation because, ooh. You know, water, cold water definitely helps me stay in a better mood because otherwise I get fiery. Um, Hot pads sometimes help people too, but for me personally, it's cold water. Um, And if I don't, which I always carry ice water with me, always. If you know me, I always have ice in my water bottle. Um, But if I don't have it, you know, the one taste you can do is just remembering something that you had for lunch that day or something that you like. And, like, just taking that time to, like, just kind of evaluate your surroundings and evaluate where you are and being like, hey, you know, this is where I am. This is what I can do with it. And if I need to, I can walk away from it. So... I'm definitely going to explore that um, exercise for sure because anger is kind of toxic. It's not an unhealthy emotion though. It's there to protect us. It's there to alert us, tell us what is important to us. Um, Sometimes it's for protection. Um, Sometimes we feel embarrassed. Embarrassed, lonely, sad, jealous. 
and I really kind of think of it as more of a surface emotion. Um, another exercise that kind of helped today in therapy was just kind of rating words that were, you know, from like not so angry to extensively angry, like like having a vocabulary for your emotions. This might not be helpful for everybody, but I actually definitely do like this because I, it kind of puts me in a perspective of where I'm feeling, you know, am I feeling like this is my own personal list that I put together. This is no, like, you know, <laughs> nothing, um, you know, scientifically based or anything like that. But um, I just put, like, a list of words that was, like, you know, the first levels. Like, not so angry. Like So, like, one to three would be, like, feeling bitter. Um, feeling agitated. Just feeling annoyed. Um, a little bit of fury. Grouchiness. Grumpiness. Those are like the one through threes. Um, and the four through sixes, um, which is a little bit more intense, would be like ferocity, um, aggravation. Annoyance, too, depends. Um, irritated, irritation, outraged. So these words like kind of express, like for me personally, like a level of where something is definitely important and I'm physically going to get really, really um, invested in this emotion. So the 7 through 10s, I only have 3 really, but um, the ones that I really think um, just express anger is um, exasperated um, ferocity also and vengeance vengeance or vengeful and these are just emotions that are like when your anger is just so far in your head and so far in your chest and you can't think about anything else your tension is narrowed um you sometimes replay the emotion over and over because you're like oh that made me so angry and sometimes you fantasize and imagine like a future situation like sometimes you just just dwell on this anger and I try not to get to 7 and 10 because that's when like dissociating kind of happens numbness because you're just so fed up with that emotion and it's not it's not healthy I don't think um but trying to find a healthy way to uh, cope with those kind of emotions is important um, and I definitely gonna practice this week, just kind of like if anger comes across like across in my path and across of my emotions, I'm gonna just kind of sit with it. I'll be like, okay, you know how how do I feel about this? how am I gonna go about this because you know, I wanna set a good example um eventually, I have goals, and I want to have children, have a family, stuff like that. And I, I, when I do these kind of exercises, I just kind of think of the future. I kind of hope that I can um, help myself so that I can maybe help others. So with that, I uh, really appreciate everybody for listening to me. <laughs> Can't talk today. <laughs> um... But I really appreciate you guys listening. 
um i hope you have a great great weekend um and stay safe and safest 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 of travels